Hey Nelson, alcoholic addict. It's not my real name. I use a pen name here at LOL Sober. Um, I was at a meeting, very good meeting recently, discussing anonymity, um, and it got me thinking about how much I've been all over the place since I got sober in 2008 about my understanding and also how I embrace the concept of anonymity. Like when I think back to my first few weeks of recovery, I remember just being over the moon about how much my life had improved in such a short amount of time. The generosity, like the openness of the programs that I was participating in, it's just, it was incredible. And, but it's also, it's funny how just not eating 50 painkillers and a six pack of natural ice beer can make you feel better if you're not doing that every day. So I really had this, this mindset of like, why why aren't you guys advertising these 12-step programs? They're unbelievable. Why, why should I withhold this information from everybody I know? I need to, like, we should be screaming this from the rooftops. There should be billboards along every major highway. I just really believed in the programs, what they had done for me. And I, I immediately started to tell everybody who would listen how I had gotten sober and how fantastic it was. And that was great. You know, it was great. Everybody was happy for me, but then one day I was late for work and I told everybody, oh, I'm sorry, you know, I hit some traffic and there were some raised eyebrows and I realized that, you know, I had been using that excuse for five years with increasingly preposterous <laughs> levels of traffic. Like, I'm six hours late because the tunnel was shut down, but the, wait, actually the tunnel wasn't shut down, so what happened with you? It was just, so people, people had skepticism when I threw those excuses at them and Listen, I would have been dubious of me too, so I get it. <clears throat> I remember um, haggling with some really trusted sober friends about this the whole anonymity thing. I was like, this is, this is outdated, man. The stigma of addiction, it's not what it was 60 years ago. We should be talking about this publicly. It could save lives. You know, I really got on my high horse. And I'm so glad they counseled me to just take a step back on breaking my anonymity. And I haven't had any experiences where I feel like people knowing about my sobriety hurt me, but I also can't think of very many when it helped. Um, I, I, you know, I caught myself throwing it out there over the years once in a while in a clout chasing way. Like people clap, they, they hug you when they find out, Oh, I had this number of years or months or days sober. And I just, I can't, I can't recover that way. I can't, my, my recovery cannot be attached to public adoration. It just doesn't work. And so I, eventually I stopped broadcasting it to people in my life. Um, and I'm glad I did people. They just don't need to know. They just doesn't, it's not often that they need to know. And I have found that by protecting my anonymity, I'm also, I might be protecting yours too, because when I hug you at the grocery store or I see you at the mall, it doesn't automatically broadcast like, Oh, that guy must be an alcoholic too. So I've all, along the way, I've also learned some nuances about anonymity. Um, and in my opinion, and this is just this is just me, just my take on things. So feel free to have different feelings. I I really believe that I owe people the courtesy that what is said in meetings stays in meetings, even if we're friends. So by that I mean if I sh if you share at a meeting that your marriage isn't great and you're considering a divorce and it's causing you a lot of pain. That doesn't mean the next time I see you uh, walking through the center of town that I automatically say, hey, what's new with the marriage, man? You know, maybe you brought it up at one meeting and worked through it and you don't want to talk about it on the sidewalk outside of a meeting. You know, I owe you that. 
I also try to avoid at all costs talking about sober people with other sober people, even if we all know each other. For me, you know, again, it's just me, my personal opinion. Everybody's entitled to their own. Um, if Mickey asks me how Timmy is doing, it's not really my place to say he's doing okay, but he said last night at the meeting he's still struggling with his work situation. In fact, I would try to avoid passing along that kind of thing, even if it had been said outside of a meeting. If Timmy wants Mickey to know how he's doing, he can tell him, right? For the record, I should just say this in a conversation about anonymity. I, I sometimes use composite characters, and, and uh, so I don't want to identify anybody specifically in my life. I would like to protect your anonymity. Um, so as you can probably guess, Timmy and Mickey, they're made-up people. Uh, I made that anecdote up, but... I'll end with something that, that really happened to me. It's a funny story, but it's also an educational story. Um, early in my recovery, when I was still a little bit less conservative about anonymity, I saw a friend of mine at a grocery store, and he was about 50 feet away, and he was with someone. She was pushing the cart. He was walking beside her, and I made eye contact with him. And he kind of gave me this like look that I can't describe it real well, but it, it acknowledged my existence and that we were friends, but it also indicated like, hey, maybe don't approach me right now. I just got that vibe. And so I didn't. I erred on the side of just not approaching. And the anonymity floated through my head a little bit, but I was also thinking, I did, I'm being honest here, you know, what's this guy's problem? I thought we were friends. What's his deal, man? So a few hours later, he called me and he explained. He said, I'm sorry, I didn't say hello, but I was on a first date with someone that I'm really interested in. And we decided for our first date, we would cook dinner together. And so we went to the grocery store and we plotted out what we wanted to make and we got the ingredients and it was a really nice date. He wasn't quite ready to hit her in a grocery store aisle with like, hey, I'm an alcoholic. Let me explain my history to you. Just they weren't at that stage. And that interaction, it's mildly amusing, but I learned a bigger lesson, which is that our anonymity is valuable. It really is. Um, you should be able to go on dates and maybe fall in love without some bozo like me informing your potential significant other that you have an alcohol or drug problem. So lesson learned. Thanks for letting me share.